0: Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey, everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand, and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Hey, I want to thank all of our listeners and sponsors of the show. Without you, the show would not be possible. We so appreciate the reviews and ratings, which increases awareness in our effort to grow the fan base of the cowboy rodeo and Western lifestyle culture. If you are new to the show or have been a listener for a while and have just not had the opportunity to rate and review the podcast, it's really simple. Just trot your pony over to the iTunes Apple podcast, click on the show, scroll down to rate and review, and give us a five spur rating. The podcast is available on Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as many other platforms where you listen to podcasts. Just type Modern Cowboy Podcast into the search bar to subscribe, listen, rate, and review. And if you're interested in being a sponsor of the show to showcase your business, DM us on Instagram at Modern Cowboy Podcast or message us on our website, www.ModernCowboyPodcast.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Modern Cowboy Performance Nutrition, the brand built on grit, determination, and perseverance. Modern Cowboy products are designed to increase stamina and strength, build lean muscle mass, and promote healing and pain relief. For more information and to order products, visit our website, moderncowboy.global, and use our podcast listener special code, ModernCowboy15, at checkout for 15% off all of our products and apparel. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. I'm excited to have my guest on today, Michael Shannon. Michael is a uh, well, he lives in Oklahoma and he's a team roper, and he's also um, running for Texas uh, County Commissioner in District 2 down in Oklahoma. So, uh, Mike, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast.
1: Hi, hey Dan. Uh, how are you, sir? Good,
0: good. Good. How's the, how's, how's the weather down in Oklahoma today? Well,
1: today, we're looking, uh, we're probably supposed to be about 80 degrees. Uh, about a week ago, we had two inches of snow, so... You know, it's a little bit of this, a little of that. So the weather looks great out there today.
0: Nice, and and you're how are you holding up with this uh, crazy times we got going now? Uh,
1: you know, I'm glad you asked that because uh, you know we're located out in the Oklahoma Panhandle, Guyman, Oklahoma, and uh, we're rural. And uh, I live about two and a half, three miles north of Guyman, and uh, it's just my wife and I. We all our kids are gone now, and and we're surviving, and uh, rural Oklahoma really just really not much changed.
0: You you were you kind of quarantined uh, before the quarantine, huh?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 we've we've lived with this all of our lives. Yeah, for about the last sixty-four years. To be right honest with you.
0: So you grew up right there in, in Guymon? Or? Well,
1: I just over to the west there in Boy City, uh, mm-hmm. a little small town that was uh, noted uh, for a lot of different reasons. But uh, during the war, I think it's 1945, it laid claim to the only city in the United States that was bombed by its own uh, army. Basically, really, yes. In 1945, there was an Air Force base just to the south in Delhart, Texas. And rumor has it, or I guess you could say rumor, but uh, there was a flight crew that uh, was doing practice bombing uh, at night. Uh huh. And Boy City's is, is noted for uh, having a, a a traffic square that everybody went around, and it was lit up uh, all four corners. Well, the bombardier looked down and went, "Hey, apparently that's our target," and dropped some dummy bombs. <laughs> 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 it made the news, of course. Uh, didn't hurt anybody. It left some craters, but uh, but yeah, you, you look that up on YouTube, and it uh, tells the whole story. It's it's kind of unique. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So give us a little background on you, uh, sure. Mike. And
1: Sure, Dan. Uh, like I said, we, I was born and raised here in Boy City um, uh, and went to school, uh, grade school. Uh, graduated from high school there, and uh, I attended uh, for a couple of years only at Panella State University in Goodwill, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Panella State University right now is kind of the university they everybody lays claim to for saddle bronc, right? So and I went out there on a rodeo scholarship, uh, basically team roping scholarship. I've team roped uh, pretty near all my life. Mm-hmm. I, I've lived in town, but they're living in rural Oklahoma. I mean, that's the only job you could get was out in the country, farming, ranching, feed right. yards and stuff like that. But I was awful lucky to have on my mom's side, uh, her brothers always roped. I mean, we're talking back in the, you know, the 40s and 50s, and and it was just one of those cultural things that when you got old enough, uh, you just learned how to rope, uh, learned how to calf rope and 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 team rope from my uncles, and uh, uh, about that time, my dad uh, just lost my dad uh, this year, and uh, he and I basically learned together, I and mean, I was probably uh-huh. about 10, 11, 12 years old, so we started roping when I was about 10 or 11, and Hadn't missed a lick so far. So, yeah. But anyway, born and raised there, uh, went to college, went to school for a couple of years uh, there at Oklahoma Panama State University. Didn't get a degree in anything, had way too much fun roping cattle. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then life had a different a route for me. I got married and man, I had to start making a living. And uh, I started working for the city of Boise. City running heavy equipment, and running their sanitary landfill. It was a junkyard back in those days, but Mm -hmm. I played in the trash for quite a while. And it just, things progressed a little bit. I just worked my way right up the ladder and became a city manager over in that small town. And that was my career starting. And that's what I do now is basically, I'm a public servant. Right, And I've, I just retired uh, uh, as city manager in 2007 from Guyman, just where I live. So that puts me in about 30-some years of public servant, And those times were enjoyable. They, right. they really were. I got to do a lot of different things, uh, see a lot of different people, help a lot of people. And I, I think that's one of the reasons what I was set on this earth to do is just to, to help others. And it mm-hmm. it also come pretty handy just being from the cowboy background. I mean, all my family were cowboys. I mean, you just you just helped each other and at at any cost. So uh, it was just one of the things that I just loved to do, just help others and it just got me into a position to where I was working for the cities and towns and helping other cities and towns and which led me to Oklahoma City, which is the capital. Mm-hmm. Uh, i worked in Washington, DC. I believe it or not, I would put on a suit and lobby up there for quite a little while for the last six, seven, eight years. And that was a little different, different atmosphere for a farm kid or a, a cowboy from Boy city, Oklahoma. Right. But it, it brought, I took a lot of my values up there to DC, Oklahoma city, right. you know, Topeka I worked uh, all the surrounding States. So, uh, you, it just took those, those cowboy values up to those bigger towns that, uh, opened up a lot of doors for me.
0: Right. On the podcast, I haven't, we haven't talked much about politics and, and sure. gotten into it that much, but it, um, it's, you know, you're the first, I would say, I guess, quote unquote, politician of sorts that, right. that, that I've had, that I've had on, but I had a guy leave a, uh, review on, um, iTunes. And he said that, uh and it was a for a certain episode that I supposedly had in October back in October and and that uh, he said the episode was good up until I found out that the host uh, obviously um, did not support our president and so I never even had an episode that did that um, but uh, uh, or, or said anything like that and and I, I think I did mention one other time before that uh, you know I, I do support our president, and, and so now, so now you're you're kind of the gateway into uh, maybe just talking a little bit more about politics at times. I'm, I'm actually going to have my uh, tax consultant on, um, who I've had for years, who actually headed up part of the Tea Party and stuff. So anyway, I, I'm just I'm throwing that out there, just uh, uh, you know that uh, you're you're kind of you're kind of breaking the mold here oh, a little
2: bit. Okay, well, well good
1: because good, yeah, I do have my opinion, and that's what politics are—our
0: opinion. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, but I. I I still credit a lot of my opinions is being raised, right? Being raised right. out where, you know, your word is, uh, what it is. A, a handshake seals a deal. I mean, right. today, you know, you're, we're talking about you can't even shake hands. And somebody asked me the other day, I mean, how, how are you going to deal with that later on? Right. I said, we'll get over that. But you know, it, politics is just one man's opinion on how you look at things. Uh right. And, but, uh, I've never looked back, to especially when we was up in D.C. And, and when I was in Washington, D.C., lobbying there on the Hill, it was for communication. After I retired from city manager, uh, a very wise man, I, I st- he was wise before from what I'm fixing to say. He hired mm-hmm. me, and uh, we. Uh, his name was Bob Bolin. He's deceased now. He had found a a, a company uh, in Elkhart, Kansas, which is about 28 miles to the north of us. Uh, he was one of the early pioneers in uh, broadband, in and, and uh, uh, so in the internet and and fiber right. optics. So we were constantly in Washington D.C. trying to convince people there that there is a rural America. Right. We have ranchers and that live. 30 to 45 miles away from civilization like a small town and that they need modern technology. And so it was our opinion to go in there and talk to the senators and, and uh, representatives up there that, uh, that would, uh, that control basically the FCC money is to Hey, here's who we are. We're we're not cutting any strings or anything like that, but this needs to be done for our rural people. And you could call them lobbyists. Uh, I I we, we had to lo- we had to register as a lobbyist, but mm. that's gotten a pretty bad rap through through the you know through the ages. Yeah. But it's just again, I go back to your opinion and it was our opinion that it was very well needed and it still is needed in our area. So, you know, politics is we all live with politics. You know, I'm married to my wife Lori. Uh it's politics. Right. I mean she's sitting in the same room. <laughs> Probably over there grinning, I think. But but it's uh, we all deal with politics and if you just do politics and share your opinion from the heart, right, you know, you don't ever have to look back on something like that.
0: Absolutely. Hey, you know you know something too I, I forgot to mention was introducing you as as is how we how we got connected and it's we really kind of got connected to a, a really good a mutual friend a guy that i 've known for years and just a great friend he actually was the uh first guest I had on my very first episode uh mitch Siegel so i remember that i, I, I remember
1: that yeah. yes uh i and yeah i I met mitch and then there again uh we're from the country uh right. and I needed broken cattle I needed to practice cattle and located up here in our part of the world. I thought, get grief. I mean, we try to go to the sale bar and buy some. You just, I mean, you would get all types, all types. Right. And I heard about this guy in Weather, Texas. <laughs> so, you know, with modern technology and I was working then, I think, for the communication company, I just pick up the phone call right. this guy named Mitch Siegel.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Mitch and I has had a relationship ever since that very first phone call. I I I just uh, I just wished I'd have met Mitch probably thirty years prior to. Yeah. And it's just a great friendship, a great friendship. By the way, you know FSR cattle company. I mean, I'm trying to take a couple of days off, head south. If I don't get stopped at the border, I need practice cattle. Right. We're, we're about to right. pull our dummy to death, you know, and we've, <laughs> right. I've got a Helomatic that I purchased that we're about to pull the wheels off it. but we need practice cattle. But uh, yeah, Mitch is, uh, Mitch is a good guy. All that crew down there are just fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, I'm looking forward to going back down there. I have, cause I was there when he was, Oh, I don't know. Maybe they were three quarters of the way down with this little Western town. Isn't that cool? uh, Seagull city. Yeah. It's very, very cool.
1: One day he and I was talking, he he needed a mayor.
3: And I was like, man,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I could commute, I think. And I think it's like, you know, about eight hours down there, but you know, I could do a commute, I think. But yeah, that little town is fantastic. And and the movies, Have, have you had that chance to watch the movies?
0: oh yeah He'll yeah absolutely that cool.
1: i i just yeah. i know i like that i i just think that that's entrepreneurship that's what's made the i mean he's a cowboy, look what he's done, yep. and he's yeah. helped others there you go and yep. uh and he helped these people to put on that movie and it's it's touched a lot of people i mean he, yeah he's just a good man he just
0: yeah he is he he came into our lives at a time when you know. We we're going through a tough time and and uh you know and i I just knew from the moment I met him in in the things that he did and in transactions that we had uh that uh he was a good guy and and uh and uh i just uh really appreciate his friendship you bet.
1: yeah yeah solid you know i mean you you yeah. just say a lot of things about a lot of people, but he's solid and you can pick up phone yeah. call and talk to him and uh and first thing you know you're you're bringing home 10
0: practice cattle, you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> no kidding uh so hey so so tell tell us um about the you know you're uh running for county commissioner there I'd love um, to uh
1: that's something that I had no idea I wanted to do I, I really mm-hmm. did but you know life uh, how i mean i came over to Guymon, which is a uh, uh in 1996 or somewhere in there and i've had a good career like i said i retired as mm-hmm. city manager here in gaiman and uh, uh texas county is right at 2000 square miles in, in located in the oklahoma panhandle mhm uh, has one of the major uh, pork processing plants uh, in the world called Seaboard Foods. and They em- they uh, employ close to 5,000 people right oh. out, well, in our arenas, our backyard, and you can see the plant from there. They, uh, they process uh, close to 25,000 head of hogs a day, so, uh, so I've helped, you know, with that, but but Texas county itself has kind of I just need to pay Texas county back you know right. when when somebody else helps you, you just like to be neighborly and and this next year to two to three, especially right now with this pandemic that we're just going through,
0: right
1: so the world's changed a lot. And it's yeah. changing daily. And it's probably changed twice since you and I have been on the podcast here. But, <laughs>
0: right.
1: but uh, we're looking at some economic times in rural part of the area that, uh, that somebody's going to have to have some uh, experience, going to have to have some vision. I mean, because nobody has a vision on what's fixing to happen. Right. But I think after 30 years of dealing with uh, the general public, which I, I, I wouldn't trade that for anything. I think I've got the vision that uh, we just live uh, every day as a new day, but you still Mm -hmm. have to look out, you know, a week or two or a year or two in advance to kind of guess what's fixing to happen. So basically what I want to do is just pay Texas County back with my experience and knowledge and, and fairness. I mean, I, I listen to everybody. Uh, That was one of the things I do have is an open door policy. And and, uh, when I was city manager, I mean, good grief. I mean, I don't care who you are. I'm working for you. And Texas County has, uh, you know, quite a few thousand people in it. And if I have to talk to those people every day, that's so be it. That's what that's what will happen because I'm working for them. I'm spending their tax dollars, their tax dollars that they bust their tails earning every day. And they have to give that up. And once you give yeah. money up, I mean, I'm, we have a duty as public officials to uh, to spend that money very, very wisely, every penny of it. So, uh, right. and and I've done that all my life. I, I had to be accountable. And for, or fortunately, or unfortunately, I've always lived in a glass house. I mean, everybody knows everything that right. I do, which is fine. Right. But I, right. I just, uh, I think I could be, I could bring, to the next level, that level that we're all kind of uncertain about. I, I think I'm I'm the guy I'm 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 the person for the position right now. I think.
0: Yeah, and and again, this is an elected position. It right? It is an elected
1: position. Uh, I believe it's four years. Yeah. Yeah, four, yeah, years, four okay. years. And uh, like I said, I told you earlier, I, I turned sixty-four years old this year,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I feel great. Uh, uh, just, uh, I just I just owe Texas County. At least four years right or maybe eight i don't know but but uh i i owe texas county uh, uh I just owe it. i just want to pay yeah.
0: back yeah, that's great now now um you guys have the like you you mentioned there uh a large pork industry with the with the big processing plant and stuff now you guys are i, I believe i read uh you guys are also known as uh is it saddle bronc riding uh, well, the
1: saddle capital of the world, because uh, a okay. family moved uh, uh, come down to Goodwill, Oklahoma, which is what, 10 miles from Guymon, uh, the atbowers right. I mean, good grief. All saddle bronc riders, I mean, to the max. Uh, they brought a, a young man with them named Craig Latham. So how much saddle mm-hmm. bronc rider can you get to go into school in Goodwill, <laughs> Oklahoma? And uh, all of them, but uh, one stayed around. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Billy, he's down in Edmond right now. And, uh, but Robert and Danny and, and Craig Latham are, they're, uh, they're, they're folks. I mean, they're, they're our Texas County residents. So, and that's, uh, that's been known quite a little while right now. Now we got the right guys coming in, you know, the right boys, right. Fantastic family. But I gosh, I'm fixing to say, uh, this old timer, Mike Shannon, I'm, I'm pretty partial to the ours. Let's put it that way. <laughs>
0: Great people. Oh, yeah. I great remember, people. Yeah, I remember watching them ride for years and years. Yes, yeah,
1: definitely. But yeah. And then another thing, I mean, uh, we have, uh, uh, I mean, to kind of capitalize that, we have one of the largest PR, PRCA rodeo in the state of Oklahoma, outdoor rodeo. Hmm. And, really? Uh, yeah, that's coming up in about two weeks. But, of course, here we go. Where yeah. they've canceled, they've postponed it. That's a good word. Postpone is a good word, yeah. They postponed that till August. Yeah. So uh, I noticed uh, where the local committee that works hard every year, and uh, they've uh, they've cut a deal to where I think uh, I think it's the twenty first through the twenty third of August. So, I, I love rodeo. Don't get me wrong, but you know what I really like as a public official all those thousands of people. They come to the rodeo and buy stuff. And that means sales yeah. tax is being generated. So and, and that's what we operate on is sales tax. So
0: absolutely. Absolutely. So now are you um are are you competing at all in any jackpots or World Series stuff? I have or? been. Uh,
1: this last summer I had to set out last summer.
0: And uh-huh. that, I've
1: I've roped for fifty plus years, and it was my uh-huh. very first time I got hurt.
0: Oh, okay. Got
1: hurt in the practice pen. Uh, and uh, I uh, hit the ground and severely broke my collarbone. And uh, I set out all last year, all last summer. I, I became pretty good uh, shoot help. I mean, I would, uh, you know, I would, you know, I'd let cattle out for my friends that would come over to the house. I had 10 Head of good FSR cattle company, cattle, and and, uh, and of course my partners was all still coming over, and and the young man that we've kind of taken under our wing, he was keeping my horses rode, and so uh, I I became pretty good uh, uh, shoot help, but yeah, uh, we're gearing back up, I was ready to go for this summer, but uh, in the USTRC and the and and uh,
3: the World Series, I'm ready to go, but just no place to go. Yeah. For years, FSR Cattle Company has been known for their premium roping cattle, used and endorsed by multiple world champions and NFR qualifiers. But did you know that FSR is also the home of quality rope horses for all levels, from professional team roping to the novice level? A trip to Weatherford, Texas and to the FSR headquarters will give you a variety of horses to choose from. FSR Cattle Company will arrange transport for your new horse back home and a free ride back to the airport for you. For your convenience, we accept credit cards for all horses found at FSR. We strongly believe in matching team ropers with horses they can work and win with. So when you back in the box on a horse you found at FSR Cattle Company, you know you're mounted to win. Visit us online at FSRCattleCompany.com or in the office at 817-598-1222 and let us help find your next winner. Again, that's FSRCattleCompany.com.
0: I've seen they're, they're holding a couple of these uh, uh, team ropings, virtual team ropings, where guys are just roping at their place and and then they're running the videos together. And, and uh... I,
1: I shot my uh, this young man that we've kind of taken in for us. Uh, I shot him a message the other day. So, there again, <laughs> I need to go to Weatherford, to pick up my ten head, get back up here before they call that deal off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs>
1: but, but there again with the with the pandemic or whatever it is, I've I've noticed we've taken a different outlook on a lot of different things, like uh, like uh, the World Series guys. uh mm-hmm. Look what they've done. I mean, hey, their yeah. think tanks are up there. They're thinking, and, and and there again, there's some politics coming into this deal. But wow, oh, look man. what they're doing. And I think it's fantastic the way the sport is handling what's happening in the world today. I really do. Yeah. Right? So, uh, as soon as I get down there, we're gonna we're gonna give it a shot. We are. We'll definitely in that. And well, Gilbert Gilbert's his name. Uh, we're gonna try the eight and a half, and the nine and a half, and the ten and a half. We're gonna we're gonna try all three of them. So we'll
0: see what happens. There you go. Absolutely. Do you have a uh, favorite brand of cowboy hat? You know, I I really do. I you know, for
1: years uh, it was just go to your local. Western store there in Boy City. Right. Gosh, I'm going to put a plug in old oh, Paul Moses, Moses Family Shoes, you know. And, and old Paul, he'd sell you a hat and this, that, and other. And, and I hate to say it, but my mom and dad gave birth to the biggest head feller I've ever seen. I've got a seven and three-quarter, and it was hard for me to find get a cowboy hat. Just kind of leading right. into where I'm at. Finally, one day, my son, my youngest son, Jesse, he had a hat made. And I went, you know, golly, why hadn't, why hadn't I done that? I contact uh, Shorty's uh, Hattery out of Oklahoma City. Oh, yeah. And I walked in there one day and I says, said, I need me a black hat. And he says, you sit down here, young man, we'll just make you one. I had one made about three years ago. That's my go-to right there. If I mean, it's, it's expensive, but I look back through the years, last 50 years, oh, no biggie. Shorty's Hattery out of Oklahoma City, that's, that's my felt hat. So, yeah.
0: Perfect. How about boots you got a favorite boot. You know right
1: now I'm wearing Ariots. I mean I, I put uh-huh. on a pair of Ariots about mm, 10 15 years ago, 10 years probably and walked right out of the store with them. And they're just comfortable. You know I'm yeah. kind of getting where I don't like I care what I look like, uh I look like but uh but now it's all about comfort, you know. As you get <laughs> a little older you kind of learn that yeah, hey, you know uh the Ariot boots, shirts and stuff like that right now is kind of what I'm wearing. So
0: you bet. How about uh, cowboy movies? You got a favorite cowboy movie? Oh yeah, anything with
1: John Wayne in it. Good grief, yeah. And, and ever since this uh, uh, Dish Network's come out, you can sit and watch. Uh, I mean, I I could. I mean, I, I I could watch old westerns all all day long, but uh, probably John Wayne and the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, a rooster called Good Grief. Yeah. You just can't get better than that.
0: No, that's for sure. That is for sure.
1: And I do have a favorite podcast. Oh yeah, you what's know, that? It's Modern Cowboy. No, <laughs> that, uh, no, and it, it is. I, I, you introduced me. All oh, right, not you, but Modern Cowboy. I, I was. Well, they're going going back to Mitch. I thought, right. well, podcast. So I just pulled it up one day when I was driving. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, now we just need to make more of them because I've listened to everything that you've done. And, uh, and, uh, but very interesting. I even thought about doing one personally.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: uh, They reach a lot of people. You'd be surprised how many people that it reaches. So, but, uh, you've done a fantastic job from, I mean, the different people. There was one in particular was, uh, oh, from down south, said that something to do with alligators or something. I oh
0: yeah yeah, python. That's it.
1: Oh my. <laughs> do you stay in touch with them? I I think I'll do yeah. a part two or something. Yeah. Uh, that was that was interesting.
0: Yeah, he's he's really uh he's really expanded that that whole operation because I mean they're that that whole uh his the whole premise of that is protecting the Everglades yes. from the invasive species, yeah. you know, and the the uh, Burmese pythons uh-huh. and. And the iguanas and oh, it's just it's crazy. Yeah. And, and and that guy, that guy, he's a real deal. He's isn't he? definitely, yeah, he's a reptile wrangler for sure, <laughs> man. Yeah,
1: I, I'd say I'd like to go down there, but I'd probably, yeah, I, yeah, I, I love, wouldn't mind running with him for about a day or two. But that's about all I like an animal problem.
0: Yeah, yeah, no doubt.
1: But no, you're really you're doing a fantastic job. I mean, the, the things that you do cover and uh, it uh, and like I said, I, I I hope people and I do like our current president. Oh, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say that I'll be public, and, and the reason why he's just honest.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he's
1: just, I mean, he could be sitting in the same room with you and I, and as yeah, I mean, he's a businessman, and it's black and white. I mean, it's it is what it is, and yep. we just all need to keep that in mind, and uh, and we just I mean, he's one like me. I just I don't have to look over my shoulder.
0: Absolutely. I agree, man. I agree, so hey, so when is when is the election uh, the election We have a
1: primary coming up in June the thirtieth mm-hmm. and um and there's three of us currently of the incumbent and and they're all great people. Let me just tell you that right. uh, and what you know what's special about the whole deal is there's a young man that's twenty two years old We're having young people getting involved in Politics, or right. if, or uh, just wanting to get their two cents worth in how to run a county. That, my right. friend, is that's special. i have not. I mean, I've roped. Well, he, uh, I've roped against his dad a lot. but We used to put on. We we used to put on jackpots here at the house. But I know his father. I know the family. Good family. Good family. He's he's also a file for this district. So, but I, I'm proud of him. That young man standing up and. And uh, wanting to serve, that that says a lot. And I'm yeah. tickled for him. Then the incumbent, uh, and kind um, of. But uh, I, out of the three, I think uh, I could do just uh, a little better job. So,
0: perfect. And if, and if people want to follow you on social media, are your what's the best? Well, place? Well, the best
1: place is just on my Facebook page. Is Michael Shannon,
0: and uh,
1: I have a pretty good following as it is, the way it looks. Uh, I, I thought about one time and maybe just doing – it might happen the next week is just putting in a political page and tying it back to my page. But uh, that – or um, my email, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i Shannon at lm-arena.com, and uh, we have an old web page. I, I just need to get it updated. But uh, if they want to email me through that or even call, I mean, I've got a, a – I got a business line. It's 580-651-5900. Hey, I'll, I mean, I'm a public servant. I'll listen to anybody, even though they're not from Texas County. Hey, I am, I'll just, I'll listen to anybody. So, and that's another thing I want to talk about if if we got to lift a little bit more time is our, our place here. My wife and I, Lori and I, we started putting on kids play days about 15 years ago, 16 years ago. and. And it was just to have the local kids to come to a place that's relaxed. And we've got a 180 by 350 foot arena in our backyard and it's lighted, And and, uh, we just wanted to give a place that new kids, I mean, when I say new kids, farm and ranch kids could come and have fun at a rodeo at a play day. And it built itself into a, very time-consuming, but very blessed. Right. Uh, about the last 16 years, and yeah. uh, what I really like about the whole thing, right? I mean, right now we're looking at some of the parents that are bringing their kids. They were kids. We're in that second generation already.
0: Really? But
1: we try to keep the fees down because you know you work out here in rural America at a feed yard or some of these ranches. You just don't have a lot of uh, Money to you know go go have fun on so your entry fees are five bucks so That's yeah great. so uh, you have four events twenty dollars a kid a night so we try to keep the entry fees down and it's low key and there's a little competition but the main thing that I like you get moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas. They all come and watch the grandkids and everything, and nobody wants to leave. When it's all done, they've got their lawn chairs out. We're visiting. You know, we might be done by 10 o'clock. It might be 2 o'clock for everybody gets through visiting. That's what I like.
0: That's, That's what great. I like. So, but, Do you guys have a name for the event? Well, uh, it's just L&M
1: uh, Arena Play Days. L&M Arena. And, so if you ever get to Gaiman and you want to come out to the house, just ask probably anybody in Gaiman, Where, where's L&M Arena? They'll point you north of Walmart.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, too funny. Yeah. Well, Mike, hey, I, I really appreciate you taking time to come on and, and enjoy talking with you. And uh, and uh, we're, we're – hoping that, uh, hoping that you win this, this upcoming election and, and,
1: uh, well, Dan, I, I really, truly appreciate you call making that call and wanting to visit, uh, and, and, and no matter what the the outcome of the election is, um, uh, I, I'm going to be happy. Uh, I'll still serve the community in this area as much as I can. So, but I do, I, I really hope it's, it's, it's in our favor and because uh, we can sure bring a lot especially in the uncertainty what this little world's fixing to bring us but uh, we'll get through it
0: absolutely well thanks again Mike and then uh, we'll be in touch okay? sounds good
1: Dan thank you sir have a good day where are you
2: cowboys and cowgirls at every Friday afternoon. Of the trailer. Saddle up old rock and ice down a cooler. I drive that old back road until it ends at the rope and pin. We got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs. $20,000 horses, then there's my own stick. Although we're all the same, the minute we ride in. To the rope and there Well, I know Play your speed But I give her hell Hey, I never can tell Someday I just might be We'll turn a few steers And we'll tell a few lies we'll Kick back in the saddle and philosophize most of life's problems. Yeah, we're gonna solve down at the rope and pin Yeah, we don't do it for the money. You yeah, were always broke Just ask Clint, what do he pay to rope? He's lost a dozen wives Half the fingers on his hands To the rope and pen And it takes a little skill And a little luck If you can talk smack If you can back it up Oh, but we're all friends No matter who wins Down at the rope and pen Till someday I just might be We'll turn another pin of steers Tell a few more lies Drink another beer and hypothesize Most of life's problems By God we're gonna solve them Down at the rope and pen We'll see y'all again Next weekend down at the Roman Plain. Down at the Roman Bay.